Hi, I'm your host, Lauren Farriker. Thanks so much for tuning in to The Wolf Life Show. Today, I'm so excited to be sharing my interview with Lori Wells, who is the handler of Piglet. And Piglet was honored with the 2019 Search and Rescue Hero Dog of the Year. I'm so grateful for their time, and I'm so also honored by their service and in awe of everything that they do. I learned so much talking to them, and I'm very, very excited to share this interview so that people can learn about what the realities are of search and rescue dogs, all of the training that goes in, and certifications. It's so much work, and a lot of it is done on a volunteer basis. Please make sure that you tune in to the Hero Dog Awards that will be premiering on October 21st at 8 Eastern on the Hallmark Channel. It's hosted by Beth Stern and James Denton. It is awe-inspiring, absolutely just takes your breath away. Only thing I don't recommend is mascara. (laughs) to help. Awesome. So do you want to tell about, uh, were you in search and rescue before you got piglet or what is kind of your story adjoined in terms of you guys, uh, working together? I have been doing search and rescue for 20 years. So piglet was the newest addition, so to speak at the time to my search life. Got it. And had you worked with a dog before uh, to aid in search and rescue? Absolutely. Several dogs. Perfect. Great. And uh, tell me about how Piglet came into your life. She's just so stinking cute. And uh, the work that you guys do is so incredible. And I'm so thankful for what you guys do because it's it's something that I wish more people would kind of talk about the function in terms of what these working dogs do and you guys do uh, to help people during a very challenging time. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, She's, uh, she's pretty amazing. When I first saw Piglet, I knew that there was something special about her. She was a puppy that was always thinking, always kind of surveying the surroundings. Okay. Um, sitting back and watching everything happen around her and kind of assessing if she needed to uh, participate or not. Interesting. Um, really smart. She's a very, very smart pup. And I knew she was special, and I thought, hmm, Maybe she should be a search dog. And then as I started learning more about her, I realized that she might be able to do a different discipline than what I normally do. Okay. Um, what, what I've always done is trailing, okay. uh, which is a scent-specific dog that usually looks for um, uh, Alzheimer's, walkaways, um, overdue hikers, uh, dementia patients. Got it. You know, things like that. Disabled, uh, people that just start going in one direction, not realizing that Mm -hmm. 
they're you know missing where they should be. So that's normally what I've done. So when um, I saw the brilliance of Piglet, um, I thought that she might be a dog I could work with with uh, human remains detection. Got it. And the reason I say that is because uh, a trailing dog is on a long line. They are always attached to me. Yep. Uh, human remains detection dogs work off lead and have to come back when you call them. <laughs> so Okay. I, I It was a huge learning curve for me. I was not used to that, and I didn't know if I would have the ability to train a dog to listen because I work with hounds typically um, that don't necessarily want to listen. <laughs> so, and and that would make sense for the trailing function. So that, that completely yeah. is logical. Yes. Although I have used Catahoulas. Actually, my current trailing dog is a Catahoula, um, also like Piglet. Huh. Um, they they are fairly uh, independent thinking, which is what you want in general anyway for a good search and rescue companion. So, um, but there was just a whole other learning curve for me, just the whole obedience factor and, and whatnot. Got it. Um, and Piglet and I worked together and taught each other and became a, a wonderful working team. And, and she just is such a great partner. She's, um, she's very, very, okay. And, um, what Piglet is certified in is land, um, human remains detection and also water okay. for drowning victims. Got it. That's, uh, so fascinating that a dog could specialize in that. Um, it's just very, very mind boggling. And the other thing I think is very incredible that I have learned about search and rescue is that mo- most times you guys are volunteers and all of the training that goes in is from kind of you guys with your heart just working very diligently to train these dogs. I commend and admire that because I know how much training from other people's function I have heard and it's pretty incredible and staggering as a feat. Well, thank you. There are definitely a lot of volunteers out there to do this kind of pick up where those that are paid leave off. And a lot of times we do work side by side. They just need the resources out there to help. Yep. Of course that makes sense. And then how did it feel when you learned that Piglet was nominated um, and you guys were doing the hero dog thing? What was that process like? Well, it, it was a very long process <laughs> for us because you need the support. You need the support of your friends and family and beyond as in sharing this word because it was votes. Yep. That first round was the public votes to get you into the semifinals. And from there, it went on to half public votes, half the celebrity panel of judges votes. Yep. So it was humbling, and I have actually tried this a couple of times, and this year we made it into the finals. And 
That's it great. was overwhelming. I had no idea what I was in for. <laughs> the week of events and media and everything that we did and the great care that the American Humane took care of us yeah. with was just amazing. And I tell you, I kind of uh, felt it was similar to, say, the Miss America contest <laughs> where we were all Miss California or Nevada or North Carolina, wherever everybody came from. Yeah. And we all gathered for that title of Miss America, which was the top hero dog yep. in this. So it was really quite interesting and the schedules they had for us and boy, it was planned out beautifully. Oh, that's great. It was just wonderful. That's great. So although I'm just one of many in in my category, um, it was nice to be able to stand up there and and honor and accept the award on the behalf of everyone that I call family. Like in my acceptance speech, I said with two and four legs, you know, yeah. It's just we're we're all in it together. As when we deploy, we're all in it together. We come from everywhere on the bigger searches, um, of course, and meet together and get out there in the field with our assignments. And we we all work really well together. So it's uh, it's an immediate family, an instant family in in some respects. That's great. I mean, it was. I think it's it's always so glamorous to say like you're going to Hollywood and I've talked to some all of the handlers and it was such a fun experience it sounded like for you guys in terms of it's very different than a lot of your lives and so it was just such an experience from that perspective. It was the red carpet treatment the entire time we were there. It was Ooh, awesome. <laughs> that's great. That's that's really great. And do you guys want to talk about your deployment with the fires? I think that that was uh, a couple of years ago, the campfire. And just kind of talk about that, because I know that that was a big part of your guys's bio and uh, how you guys highlighted with within a lot of Piglet's work and what she is able to provide for families in those situations. Well, the campfire is just under a year ago, and nothing could have prepared us, literally, for what we stepped into. And I deployed several days later. They had all the deployment periods set up, and some dogs were there for several days. Some were only there for one or two, but every single team that was out there for however long they could was so crucial because the numbers kept fluctuating as to how many people maybe did not get out. And our assignments were to go to these houses. I mean, there were no houses there pretty much. It was addresses that were very hard to find because there were no mailboxes or anything. And depending on how far up into the hills you got, you couldn't even get good. Well, there's no cell service and GPSs weren't necessarily working accurately. So trying to map out and figure out where you had to actually search 
was one of the challenging things. And then just being deployed into these flattened, ash-ridden, you know, full of hazardous materials and things, these locations, it it was just difficult. And were you going to – because you couldn't see anything. So were you going to step into – uh, you know, something that was covered that like a uh, septic tank, you oh. know, or was it a pool, but you couldn't tell it was a pool because there was so much debris covering it. So there was really hazardous stuff in the twisted aluminum and nails and, you know, just the hazardous waste and ha- like oil and gas oh. and everything that was there. We, we were in a bunch of stuff. That was not good. Yeah. But everybody got into it and did their best to see if there was anybody still there or not. Yeah. So sometimes properties were searched a couple of times just to double check and make sure. Luckily, with what we searched, everybody made it out. Okay. So that was good. That's great. Um, yeah. So, so I had some of the you know, release kind of assignments, so to speak. Got it. Got it. Um, but every assignment was just equally appointment important because families needed those answers. Of course. Yeah. I can't, I can't imagine it's, that must be so daunting. I can't imagine going into a situation like that where there is so much kind of danger, all of those things. And, having to process that while also providing a function. It must be a lot. Uh, I can't imagine. And I'm so grateful for you doing that because it provides so much value to those families that need that in that time. And, and of course it's, it's what we do. Um, and you just never know what you're going to come across on any call out. Yeah. Uh, and that's why it's also really important to be able to, to think on your feet and what your search plan was, isn't necessarily what it's going to be as you get into it. So you need to think of plan B, plan C, uh, future deployment periods, making sure that whatever that might be, you, you've got to be prepared or to tell, um, incident command what you've discovered and what you think the best scenario would be or, or resources for the next period. So it's, it's it. ever changing. You're always thinking and you just have to be flexible in search and rescue. That's, that's so interesting. And what, what do you think, especially now that Piglet is the 2019 search hero dog, search and rescue hero dog, what sets her apart as compared to other search and rescue dogs in terms of her capabilities, or maybe it's the partnership that you guys have. Um, I, I don't want to say that anything sets us apart that okay. makes us any better than yeah. any other dog team that's out there. We just happen to be fortunate enough to be recognized. Got it. Okay. And that makes there's total a whole sense. lot of search and rescue dogs out there doing exactly what we do and more. So, um, we were just recognized 
And, okay. and a lot of that had to do with the public getting us through that first phase. It's whatever captures them, whatever they read in her story that set her apart. Got it. Basically. Got it. That makes sense. And what is, what is Piglet like when she's not deployed and she's not working? <laughs> well, I said that in uh, the backstage portion of the actual awards ceremony, what Piglet loves to do is rearrange the house. <laughs> <laughs> Got and it. I literally came home to that again tonight. Oh, she wow. She just likes things in different places. You know, she's so funny about that. And she just loves to smile. She's, an amazing girl that way. Yeah. I'll, I'll take her out, you know, in the neighborhood or whatever, and people that greet her, she sits and smiles. It's just Aww. wild. She's special. She she truly is special in her own little way. But yeah. um, I'm so happy she's mine. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's incredible. I think that I uh, I have a dog who enjoys smiling too, and I think that there's something to a dog smile that lights up people's heart in just a different way. It's just, you can see it with their reactions and you can feel it. It's just incredible. It's almost like the C's part and it's just, that's what a dog smile can do. So I believe in the power of a dog smile. Yes. And it's a true connection. In fact, it's funny. Um, Of course, social media is a big deal. And I learned in this last voting process, kind of how to navigate that a little better Got it. because I am, I'm not good at it, but in all the pictures that I've shared um, and people that meet Piglet in person, the, the, the first thing they say to me is, Oh my gosh, she really does smile. So <laughs> there is something about her that wants to share that with people. Yeah. And it's not that I set up those pictures. It's, truly who she is and that just happy-go-lucky spirit inside of her that does that and she knows that makes me happy and others happy so we've kind of connected the come on piggy give me a smile and (laughs) she knows that muscle memory or something oh my goodness oh my gosh it's really funny that's great so she can smile on command i mean that's that's so great and pretty much now wow (laughs) That's quite a talent for a dog. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah. uh, She she is incredible. I mean, I got to meet her. She is such a special girl who has such a great disposition. And I would say presence as a dog. She really does have quite a personality that you could tell to her. So she, she is very, very special. It's great to learn more about uh you guys how long is was the training process for piglet before she could be deployed for any of the search and rescue uh i guess tasks or uh, like deployments is that what you call them yes okay uh the training process typically is between two and three years okay got it a lot of that is handler training and and a whole sign-off process that we go through as well. I mean, there's a whole list of things they need to accomplish prior to taking their mission-ready test. 
Okay. So um, we, we've gone through that and training and training until you think you're ready to go do it. And uh, the test is just the, you know, icing on the cake, just the acknowledgement that everything that you have done leading up to that was was good and we now have our certification of which we have to do yearly recertification yep. too so yeah. it never stops yeah you know the once or twice a week of training and yearly certifications is uh, just a process and that's each discipline as well so for the water we go through it and for the uh, land portion we go through it oh so got it's a lot. it that that is quite a bit so one, I would say maybe stupid question. So as I've seen with urban search and rescue, and I'm just curious, is it the same where they, there is that kind of toy association where uh, that's kind of how you as the handler are communicating that they did the job or what does that look like for Piglet just in terms of her function? Because I know that um from talking to the avalanche search and rescue, that's what it sounds like they do where they have that kind of tug toy. Dax has that training method as well. So just kind of curious what that looks like for you guys. What I have always used, um, because mine aren't necessarily toy motivated. Got it. They're mom motivated. Okay. So they look for that praise from me. And then I usually give them a treat, which they tend to want to um, acknowledge and hug me or kiss me or, or whatever it is, that immediate connection, and then I give them some treats. Okay. And uh, they want to know that they did exactly what I asked of them and I wanted to do them to do and that they pleased me. Okay. That is the first thing they look for. And then it's, you know, a treat and then big happy party with either – trailing dogs actually find the subject yep um and uh we know what piglet finds so she comes totally comes back to me and usually gives me a hug she jumps up and gives me a hug okay and then i love her up and give her a treat because i always have my love i don't always necessarily remember to bring that toy got know? it that that because makes total people sense. have forgotten that toy reward so <laughs> You know, I've always got my love to give, and and that will satisfy them. Got it. Um, got it. That makes yeah. sense. So if she was to find something, she simply stays in that place and alerts until you come to her, and then she is rewarded for that with your praise. Yes. Okay. She uses a sit alert. So she will sit at the subject or the training aids or whatnot, and she's not that far out of my sight typically. Okay. Or if she gets out there and gets a scent, I know to go after her and go, go run, and uh, and she'll check in on me. Okay, she'll make sure I'm around. <laughs> Got but it. I don't get horribly far. <laughs> that makes sense. I'm yeah. just kind of curious to understand how that works because it's just really, really fascinating in terms of how all of these partnerships are set up, and it's such a symbiotic relationship that is so fascinating. I, I find it so interesting. Yeah, it is. It's, and that's what it is. It is the relationship. You have to have that connection or none of this works. Yeah. Well, I'm so appreciative of your time and I'm so excited to share this and, uh, 
congratulations again on being the 2019 uh, Search and Rescue Hero Dog. That's such an accomplishment and feat and so happy for you guys. Well, thank you. It's, uh, like I say, it was overwhelming. It's humbling. And we just truly are honored to have been um, brought into this wonderful event. Yeah, completely. Well, thank you again for your time. I'm so appreciative.